Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Mobile Self. No, it's not mobile. I'm back in the studio. We're back in the studio. <laughs> hey, welcome back to uh, Arms well, Room Radio. Well, part coming of to it's live. mobile, but you can't seem to get the computer to work. It's working. Oh, it's working <laughs> now. It's working right here. It's working right here. <laughs> welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I am the uh, host of the program here today, and but I cannot do it without myself. My compadres are here with me to help me bring you all things gun, all the gun time. <laughs> he, he is so lion. Oh, for you yeah. people right now. <laughs> he wants to do this by himself so bad he can't stand it. He just hadn't figured out a way to do it by himself. I cannot if do he this could... by myself. My feet would ache. I would have nobody here to rub them. Um, <laughs> rub your bring feet. Me my, bring me my, bev- my rub, warm beverages. Rub your feet, rub your feet uh, with, a, with, a, with the, just the tip of my 40 cal. Yeah. It's just the tip. Just the tip. On my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Oh, with the amount of technical difficulties he's had, it's a good thing we weren't on the air. <laughs> wow. it been? You know, you know, I got to tell you, I, I got to give him a break for that. Hold on. On the left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, ninja maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Earl, as I was saying before, I so rudely interrupted. <laughs> I got to give him a break for that because if a computer could sue me for hostile work environment, I would be paying compensatory damages forever. Oh, I know. I I can cuss out a computer. So what you're saying is, when uh, when these computers go active <laughs> and become AI, you're going to be the first slave. <laughs> They're going to come find you. No. Say it now. No. Say it now, boy. Say it now. <laughs> no, I I got uh, I got a certain skill set right that includes the ability to design manufacture and assemble uh high energy weapons yeah and i can right. i can emp your <laughs> your electronic buttocks you know it's like what are you doing with that microwave i'm taking the microwave emitter out of it why what are you with the nsa what are you, <laughs> you writing that a book yep yep so they uh yeah computers are... kids are gonna stay out of my yard now watch this uh-huh. I have a Mac that I use for uh, radio stuff. You know, it's uh-huh. it's, it's great for producing uh, <laughs> c- producing commercials. For uh, you know, uh, I, I think the program it's, I use is a technical is, term. It's called radio uh, stuff. 
uh-huh. uh, Audacity is the one I use. Um, and I think I think you showed me that one originally. Yeah. And uh, it, you know, listen, it works great when it works. Um, and 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 that program works once it comes up. I'll say this about the Mac: once the program opens, mm-hmm. perfect. But getting this thing to do things in the order that it should do them <laughs> is, is a little weird. Uh, you know, I, I had to reset the computer three times to get the keyboard active to use my enter my password. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, if those Mac users, you, you got your little was at the bar at the bottom. You know, there's with all your some choices. there's some services or, or sites you may be going to that may have infected that <laughs> with something that caused that to happen. First off. They don't bother like Mac. Pinter- second off, Pint- Pinterest or something like that. Second off, I don't go to those on the work computer. Um, <laughs> but that's for radio stuff. Radio stuff, yes. 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 What kind of stuff are you doing on radio? I don't know. What kind of radio? Oh, no, no. Those, that's, that's a one word? I thought that was a comma. Radio comma stuff? stuff? No. Yeah. No, this is radio stuff. It's okay. one thing, yeah. So oh, okay. it... it uh, that's like my niece used to tell me, Uncle Kevin, you gotta be careful doing that. You could end up like dead and stuff. And I went, no, no, not stuff. <laughs> yeah, Kill me, but don't and stuff don't me. Don't and stuff yeah. me. Uh, so on the bottom of the screen, it has the, uh, the the choices for the for the programs. I will tap on that one, and it'll just bounce up and down for ten minutes, and just bounce and bounce, and it's like like a little a little ticker down at the bottom, mm-hmm. just bouncing and bouncing and bouncing and bouncing, and then it'll stop, and the program won't open, and you're like, well. What, did you decide no? You just decided, <laughs> no, that's enough trying. We're just going to give up. So it, uh, it's, it's what they do. Um, see, see, see what happened? I don't know, folks, if you can hear that. Uh, my Kevin's kid. talking about, about electronics, and his phone started going nuts. <laughs> yeah, yet, I, well, I said the word Siri, and she decided to yell at me. <laughs> what do you uh, want? Yeah, I've learned. I've I don't learned, know. I hate people on the radio when they say things like, hey, Siri, what time is it? Because <laughs> everybody in the world. That's, that happens. It, 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 yours did it. It happens on the on when I'm watching television. There'll be the Amazon commercial yep. come on with the singing lips. Yep. And as soon as they say it, she starts talking. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I didn't want to listen to Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was really into that Fog Hat as ever. soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Slow red. Oh well, oh well. So, uh, uh, you know, it's great to be back in the studio. And I think the next time is to, to leave studio is. Shot show, perhaps. Uh, might be a trip to Denver between now and then. Uh, when I was out at the Gun Rights Policy Conference, met the promoters for uh, one of the big gun shows there. Asked us to come out because we're you know we're on the air in Denver and Colorado Springs and nice Denver Springs or Colorado City, whatever it is. I forget yeah, the whole you know something something like that. So uh, might be going out there between. There's probably a Boonesboro there too. I'm sure there is. I <laughs> ran into uh, uh, some Boone stuff in uh, in Phoenix, so he made it a little west, a little more west than we thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he gets around. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, he's a he's that kind of guy. He's a, he's the kind of guy that he likes. To, all right, so um, <laughs> dang uh, it, now I got that melody in my head. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'm actually having a stroke now. Thanks. Um, good, uh, got a good program planned for you. Uh, we're gonna bring you back. So, yeah, got a bunch you, of news. Bunch you, of news. You never program crappy ones. I, I we we have, we have one planned. Now, whether it turns out that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, you know, everybody's got a plan until one of us starts talking. Wait, is that where well, gets hit? Mike Tyson well, said yeah, Mike best. Tyson, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the nose. Yep, yeah. Yep. So that's a... Uh, I'm not... you. If either one of you... Yeah, there you go. Ah, you lost. <laughs> You're taking the punch in the nose. Sure, I'll punch you in the nose. Yeah. We, have, we play a game, folks, and it's called Not Me. Yep, yep. And the last one to get his finger to his nose yep. against the side, like in the... <laughs> Story about Santa Claus laying a finger of side of his nose. The last one to do that is the one that has to do the thing that they don't want to do. And in this case, Mike has to get punched in the nose. <laughs> the best one, the best part is when 
the contest is going on and you don't know it and you're looking down and then you look up and see everybody in the and room touching 35 their nose. people in the room and they're all going <laughs> not me yeah. and you're like what what i miss what well, you like what, ah, what is it that we it. have to do yep. somebody's got to go get crystal for 35 half drunk people <laughs> okay. all over the over the age of 40 Teen. and all 60 pounds overweight <laughs> well okay 40 I'm, pounds I'm overweight i'm going to need a bigger boat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't bring the big truck. <laughs> yeah. I just, no, you didn't. You didn't. But yours has diesel, so we might be able to. <laughs> Let me think about that. I can do that math. It's you math. Take, yes, if it you is. take the passenger seat out and the rear seat, you could get it all in there. Yeah. You could yeah. get it all. Because I did that with 200 cases of beer in a 71 Mustang Mach 1. Nice. Now, some of them weren't in case format anymore. Some of them were loose cans because, you know, you got to fill in space. Oh, yeah. Big rocks medium rocks uh, and then the sand uh, Earlier, i did it once i took my uh took my trans am he put the big rig out we uh, we had out west out to texas canada picked up uh, picks up picked up the cores yeah i think i remember that because i think i raced you and yeah. i was going backwards you were chasing you were chasing, <laughs> you were going backwards. You were chasing me in that yeah. uh, patrol car yours yeah your that's right yeah, that's you a... some bitch <laughs> hey stick around we got more uh, more arms room radio for you after the break Geltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to boundaryoakdistillery.com to learn more. Junior, you want anything? I want hush puppies, Daddy. We ain't got time for that crap. <laughs> there you go, a little, little uh, movie trivia for you there. First one to get it, you're the winner. How about that? <laughs> How about that right there? Huh? Huh? How about that? First you one don't get nothing. You know what? But you get winning to say a you're contest the winner. with this group is bragging rights. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> bragging rights. That's true. We can true. get obscure. Oh, yeah. So Gun Rights Policy Conference. Okay. Uh, this, year, this year was in, was in Phoenix, Arizona. Went out there. It was great. Uh, good time. Good people. Thank you to you know the good friends at the Second Amendment Foundation for the uh, uh, committee for the citizens to keep and right and, uh, and bear arms. Uh, then all the organizations that uh, that we deal with, we talk to, and it was just a wonderful time with all of them. Uh, promises to get uh, everybody on the air. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work sooner you all or later. Through. Work you all through. We did a bunch last week. You heard me live out there uh, bringing you people from uh, from the event and. Uh, I did a couple of other recordings out there, and what we what I decided to do, rather than do the recordings and let the material get stale, we're just going to start spacing out. We'll just do you know bring one on every other week, something like that. Somebody from the different uh, different organizations, because it's always a legitimate, really really good news. And uh, we'll throw some names out later. We'll throw some names. You know, you guys, you guys know you know the regular players, and we I met a lot of people from different organizations from around the country, and um, we're we're gonna we're gonna get them up here. We'll get them up here on the air for you. Now, next year's gun rights policy conference. Yes. GRPC 2020. Uh-huh. It's in Orlando. <gasps> I just don't know if I'm still going to be able to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Travel is such a burden. Yeah, it's all in the way Orlando. across town. It's in Orlando. It's at the, uh, and you know, I'm not sure they've re- they released the name yet, but uh, it's it's near the airport. It's near the airport. Uh, well, that covers a whole heck of a lot. It's a good airport, or excuse me, a good hotel near the it's airport. It's a good, it's a, a, so not on the wait, west so side So it's of the not airport. downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah, not okay. on the west side. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Well, no, no it, that airport, it's, is it near the south side of the airport? Oh, um, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Actually, no, that's, that's west. Yes, yeah, yep. Yeah. But I knew what you're. I knew where you're going. Uh-huh. I knew where you're going. Mm-hmm. I know where both exposed, of you. Are. I know where both of you are going. <laughs> more of an exposed area. I <laughs> represent their manager, so yeah, I know exactly where you're. Yeah. 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 Hey, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you better be listening. I'm going to check later. Once finding out it was going to be in Orlando, and I talked to the SAF people, and the, you know, hey, listen, we're there. We want to help. Uh, we came up with the Arms Room Radio is going to be uh, sponsoring, uh, probably along with our good friends over at Florida Carry. Been talking with them about a Saturday night party like the styles of what we'd have at SHOT Show, industry party, like a Leatherneck Club kind of party yeah. thing. Oh, wow. E- either the, uh, you know, like the VFW or the American Legion or something like that, uh, which is only five minutes up the road from where this hotel is being, uh, is for the GRPC. Nice. I love when he volunteers our money. Uh-huh. Oh, no, it's... You You got voluntold. No, we're, we're trust me, we're good there. <laughs> oh, me, you got, you got that. Yeah, we're good there. We're good there. We are, we're going to be the uh, facilitators... Uh, and, um, you're the, brokering the deal yeah, yeah, yeah. and you get a piece on the back and the front. Okay. Yeah. And, and points. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, points. Definitely. Yeah. Point. I get a little piece of the merchandising <laughs> later on. Right, yeah. yeah. They don't have to put a lot out front, but I get some merchandising. So, so uh, the, uh, do you own your own image though? <laughs> yeah, that's, no, no, you actually don't. No, I do. No, no, just no, so no. we're clear. Uh, you should read this contract. I give you really should. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm signing my name, so don't worry about it. You know? it's, it's, my that's signature why, for years and, is do, uh, do not agree. And, do and, not agree. And that's, why, and that's why I always videotape when yeah, you no, do that. It. It's, why is the camera on? Don't worry, don't, about, don't worry about it. it. It's just office don't policy. Worry. Why is it below the table? Though? I don't know. That's the weird part. Um, I'm trying to watch and see if you get your fingers crossed. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, so... Next year, Gun Rights Policy Conference, September, that uh, I think it's weekend 20, 22nd, something like that. So it's going to be here. So start planning because we're going we're gonna to make it uh, tops. They had, uh, I think it was 11, 1,200 people this year. People out at Arizona Citizens Defense League did an incredible job of bringing people in. Also, you know, local people. But the Second Amendment Foundation just brought people from around the country. Well, um, we're going to bring people from around. That's, uh, that's yeah. an interesting time to have that considering what will be going on. During 2020. Yeah, within about two weeks of that, mm-hmm. or yeah. well, about six weeks of that. Yeah, because if we, if, we, if we actually had it after that, it might be subject to all the people who attend to detainment. I won't call it arrest because it's not legal. It's just, you know, detainment. Right. Well, they want to ask you some questions. I mean, if they're mm. going to be changing the Constitution, why wouldn't it be legal? You know, things like, uh, you don't need those firearms. Why would you need those firearms? You know, what's the Second Amendment mean? I was at a... Oktoberfest celebration last night. Something locally here in the... Uh, Little premature, but okay. No, no. So Oktoberfest started September 21st this year. That's when uh, the uh, spring it's, starts. It's in preparation of a good well, harvest. O- October, yeah, Oktoberfest is the celebration of the coming harvest. And exactly. And this year it started uh, the September 21st. But there was a woman there with a clipboard. And you know how I love people with clipboards out there. You know, hi, would you sign up for this or, or would you, uh, would you support this? What do you got? Tell me what you got. Give me your pitch. She says, well, we're with the uh, Republican party of the County here. And, uh, we'd like to get your show of support for the second amendment. And I looked at her and I went, honey, hope you got some time. I hope you got some time. <laughs> You're going to need some more pages. Yeah, we're, we're about to have some conversation right here. <laughs> and we uh, we talked for a little while and uh, got a little invite to speak at the Republican Party locally. I'll bet you did. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Jeez, he won't shut up. <laughs> Gosh. So Second Amendment. I, uh, Second, 
shall not be infringed. Do you see a training requirement in there? Do you see anything about an age requirement for it should be 18, 19, or 20? Should we get rid of those? And she was like, oh, man, wow. Do you kind of know this stuff? Are you, do, you, do you do gun stuff? No. Nope. Nope. A little nope. bit. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I heard somebody's be... feelings one time, though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's another movie quote. Uh-huh. So got that going. Got that going for us, which is, which is, which nice. is nice. Which is nice. You know. uh, so Gun Rights Policy Conference coming back to Orlando, what we had out there. I think uh, I think most memorable uh, part of it, I met um, I met some guys, people that had, uh, I had not, not met out there before. I'd been there years before. I met, um, and we'll get his interview on here in uh, the next uh, week or so. Uh, Sheriff Mack. Sheriff Mack was one of the sheriffs from the seven sheriffs, uh, seven or eight sheriffs back in the mid-90s during when the Brady Bill came out. He was one of those sheriffs that had the Brady Bill declared unconstitutional mm, because okay. it, it was ordering constitutional officers to do certain things, and him and several other sheriffs, and he was from, he's a sheriff in Arizona, uh, they went, to, and they, he just, he filed for locally with his local court to say, no, I shouldn't have to do this, and it ended up going all the way, getting compressed with these other sheriffs from around the country. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and uh, and and it was and that's when the Brady Bill got overturned. Uh, nice, you know all those provisions that forced constitutional officers to do what they what they wanted to do. They are their own entity. They are their own you know, sheriff. You know they're responsible to themselves, the that's voters, the and, high and the law. Yeah, exactly yeah, high right. Sheriff. So got to meet him, and what a wow! What a what a what an incredible story. You know, so so I got to be able to bring that to, to you guys here soon. That was great, and then of course all of the updates that we had from. From everybody, I got to tell you that um, it was prior to the prior to what we see with the impeachment nonsense going on this okay. week. It was Friday. the sh- the uh, The president was supposed to release his his plan for uh, you know uh, what was going to happen with guns, what the fire his firearm plan, gun control plan. You know what they were going to do, whether it was background checks or. Uh, you know, uh, what's not bump stocks, but uh, um, pistol braces, those kind of things were going to be addressed. Then when the impeachment came out, he called, because he worked on that deal about gun stuff with Pelosi's office. Right. When Pelosi did Well, that's the, why he said what he said. Yes. Yeah. So okay. when Pelosi came back and said, well, we're going forward with the, with the impeachment, he said, well, guess what's off the table then? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you're not negotiating in good faith. Wow, lady. Yeah. That, you're about to prove there's no God because if you want to take a one more whopping lie like that one, you got to get hit by lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that got uh, postponed. We uh, we did get into great detail, and we'll probably talk about this uh, later in the program. Uh, the, the New York case that's currently, uh, it's already gotten cert from the Supreme Court. We're just waiting to see, you know, how they rule. Or when they, I didn't hear about it until, well, I guess what, it's the first week in October, right? First Monday in October. Mm-hmm. That they start to 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 hear, so well, we'll I mean, we we'll won't in, unless they've yeah, unless it's the first one on the docket. Yeah, they yeah. pre-briefed and all their law clerks have written right. everything, and right. they've and and they've you know the oral arguments that are going to yeah. be presented or been truncated, right? Or It'll probably attenuated or something early so, mid next year before we hear about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you never know. It's a now as the uh, is the Supreme Court a political body. Uh, or a parapolitical body, because if you really wanted to have this go one way or the other, you could come up with that ruling, yeah. depending on what it said, and drop that two weeks before the election. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you sure could. Wouldn't that be a little surprise, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just a little you bit. You think there's anybody on the court right now that might be a little bitter 
after what the uh, you know the, the Democratic uh, House has done to them when trying to and the Senate tried it done to them when trying to seek uh, confirmation. Bitter is hmm. not a word I would use to describe the way a justice. Acts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Hey, we uh, we're going to talk to you about some New York. We got a couple of couple of New York issues. We're going to talk to you the first one about what's what's come down this this week with the ghost guns. And uh, you know, so we all know a ghost and, gun and their thirty round clips and they're, they're thirty round clips, which you well, you just which load hold them. fifty cal ammo, right? Yeah. Right. You load them once, and then when you shoot them, they're done. They're, uh-huh. they're, yeah, they're, they're like they, a pack of cigarettes. Like a pack of cigarettes, exactly right. Uh, the New York Attorney General has ordered ghost gun companies to stop selling unfinished receivers in New York. Kevin, this is a uh, this is one of those issues where I, I'm curious what the uh, the legalities are of it. She has a, a product that she no longer wants sold in her state. Now, as far as the rest of the world is concerned, these are not firearms. They're not firearms whatsoever. Well, this the one, the a, this people, might as well be the a block of aluminum. De- the people who decide they're not a firearm right. have decided that's not a firearm. Correct. And have decided that's not a firearm a long, 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 long time ago and have never changed their mind about whether it's a firearm. Correct. So this, if you take a block of aluminum mm-hmm. and you do some milling to it, yes, you can make an AR lower. Right. If you take one of these pieces of aluminum and do some milling to it, you can make an AR-15 lower. Right. Her position is that selling a product that you can turn into something else is illegal. Well, here's my question. How can New York Attorney General Letitia James say, hey, you in Oklahoma... You have, you don't even have to be, remember, you don't have to be a gun manufacturer or a gun dealer to make these because they're not 
firearms. This is equivalent to, say, making, I don't know, the pistol grip. This is not the firearm. This is less than a pistol grip. A pistol grip is a finished item, which you know what the, desti- the, the intended destination is for it. It, 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 it. You're not understanding. I know what, I, I, let me get there. How can she say, you can't, hey, you in Oklahoma, you cannot send that piece of aluminum that's not a firearm to my state, or I'm going to charge you with the crime and fine you. By saying your website offers unfinished lower receivers that will require simple milling in order to manufacture unregistered and unserialized assault weapons. Okay, that's a technically those are both wrong. Yeah, let's go over that word there. But despite the fact that such manufacture and possession are illegal in New York. Okay, well, I guess the commerce clause. Right. If they put it out on the website, she has the right to to bring them to before a tribunal in her state to answer for whether or not they've committed a crime. Under this same logic, as she said, because this has the opportunity to be turned into, uh, have the opportunity, it has the ability to be turned into with the proper skilling, with the proper proper skill, with the proper tools, it could be turned into a weapon, firearm. Thank that, you, because that, I was going to say, I get you, give me a rider truck, about 10,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate right. fertilizer and some diesel fuel, and ask the Pope in Oklahoma City whether you got to be able to m- use a milling machine to build a weapon. Perhaps yeah. why I used Oklahoma as the example. Yeah. Um, why? I heard that, and wh- why I was w- trying to let you know that I have the ball. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the, I should not be able to send baseball bats to New York now either. Uh, uh, trees. Trees. They're going to have to get rid of all the trees in New no, York no, no, because, because they, they can be turned baseball into baseball bats. bats. A finished item. Correct. She doesn't so, want so the, no, what four by fours. I can't send a four yeah, by four. Yeah, you couldn't send them a four by four because that's eighty percent. Well, it might even be eighty percent of bad, but it's <laughs> it's a step. Yeah, yeah, and definitely not a nail or maybe some barbed wire to wrap around it. Because then it's an assault bat. It's not just a regular bat. Now it's an <laughs> no, assault bat. That's actually a technically not correct because I believe Lucille is a vampire bat. Vampire bat. There you go. Technically yeah. a vampire bat. So yeah, I, I don't understand how she has the authority to do this. I mean, what? I mean, I guess she can look. She could. She could look up on the internet that um, ABC Aluminum Company in Oklahoma. Oh no, is she won't by... tell anybody who she sent the letters to. She won't give a list of where the letters went. Right. And she said because it's an active investigation. Right. They're not entitled to see her data. Well, let's say I'm 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 John Smith. I own ABC uh, Aluminum Block Company. Uh, I have a in, website that in says Oklahoma. in Oklahoma it says I make aluminum blocks and I'll ship aluminum blocks to any place in the United States, and I get a letter in the mail from Attorney General of New York Letitia James that says you must stop selling in New York. I said, listen, I'm not selling in New York. I'm selling in Oklahoma. I'm just shipping to New York first and off. And still um, commerce clause. Uh, uh, right, right. And whatever they do with it on their end is between you and them. I mean, how is this? How does the guy in, uh, I know how she does it. She can look up the guy's business information and the business owner, and she can file for an indictment or charge them with a crime in New York. And this could be one of them crimes where it's, it, it's a, uh, uh, they, can, they can extradite you all the way to New York. Yes, they could. So you know, that's what, that's, I guess that's the part of the question I'm asking you. How, can this happen? Can she file charges against somebody in Oklahoma? For what nothing happened in Oklahoma, he was never in uh, New York, and and still be charged with this crime and get extradited to New York. Okay. Burden of proof. Yes. That pesky thing. Yeah. 
evidence of a crime. More pesky business. Physical evidence of a crime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Right. The only way, according to her mm -hmm. narrative, that you can tell where that block of aluminum came from right. is if it's serialized or registered. Okay. So if you take that block of aluminum and you, the individual millet, right. and then you violated New York law, right. how does she know where you got the block of aluminum from? Right. She has to prove it. Sure. And she can't make you tell her right. where you got the block of aluminum from. So what she'll do is she'll say, I will reduce your charges mm -hmm. if you will aid in our investigation mm -hmm. and tell us where you got the block of aluminum from. And I want you to say it's all five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of these companies so I can charge them all. Right. Well, I've only got one. So which one are you going to use it for? Because I couldn't have done it from all of them. So now you're creating a false paper trail. I don't think she's going to do it that way. What I think she's going to probably do is she'll try to get an officer to make the purchase. And then the officer does the milling. Yes. That makes the officer the criminal actor. Right. And then he'll claim, well, I was working in, a, in an undercover. So right. I bought the drugs. Yeah but I'm not a drug buyer. I'm working undercover. So I milled I'm a, I'm a it government agent. to prove yeah. I could make a firearm out of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know what I could have made out of it? A bottle opener. Right. Yeah. I could have. Well, and, and again, I guess it's not that these people are making the 80%. There, she's obviously has a thing against ghost guns itself, but this, this, this edict from her is that you cannot send them to us. It's not that they're sent to us, then created into a firearm. It's that they have the they're, ability they're, to be created into a firearm. So do, everything has the ability yeah. to be created. Sure it does. Absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, a bar walk, of soap. Can walk be, me through be. a Home Depot yeah. and leave me 40 bucks, and yeah. I'll walk out with a 12-gauge. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not shooting it. Earl's going to shoot it, but yeah. I can build it. <laughs> yeah. I think my chamois specs might be At least once? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, it's, it's, no, it'll shoot more than once. It's a 12-gauge. It's not a rifled bore, so not a lot of back pressure, but... Wait, stop it. <laughs> Squirrel, you did it to me this time. She has said the companies have been able to skirt federal regulations on gun sales by selling receivers as 80% complete. Okay? It's, it's not, a, not a receiver. It's not a receiver. It's not a firearm. No federal regulations were skirted. How dare these people? They're skirting the law. By not violating the law. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You skirted the law by not violating the law. <laughs> I'm arresting you for something I think should be wrong, but isn't illegal. <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah. Oh no, I watched that happen in Polk County one time. Uh, yeah. Well, that that will happen there. Sadly. That will happen there. Uh, so this is uh, you know this is something to watch out for. If you happen to be one of those dealers, uh, you could be uh, charged with a five thousand dollar penalty for each violation, and, and again, these potential criminal charges. So. Uh, you know, and, and like Kevin, you said, I think the way they're doing it, they're going after the websites. They've, they're putting these uh, these undercovers. Well, they don't even have to be undercover. They just you know, have to have a credit card and a shipping address, I guess, really. True. Yeah. But in order to – she's got to pass a statute that makes shipping an 80% lower into the state of New York illegal. And there's no way to do that. There's, have, there's no practical way to do that. Have you not been to New York? Yeah, they don't. Then those those might be the rules in the, the rest of the law-abiding society, you know, in states, but uh, not New York. You know, if if the attorney general says it, she's coming down and she's gonna she's gonna make it happen. She's gonna charge him with 
violating my words. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think they got away with that in Albany. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around more when we get back from the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Last segment of the first hour. Here we are, segment four. Segment four. I want to make sure I got this track and this right because I messed that up a couple weeks ago. It's like, hey, next segment. And they're like, uh, guys, it's, it's over. It's over. It's the last segment. I was like, whoops. I'll make sure we're tracking right here because I, I'm, I'm back in the studio. Everything should be good now. We're looking at everything. <laughs> we have another New York case. I want to talk to you about this one. A little, little, bit, uh, little bit of theory, a little bit of what we can expect here. The biggest Second Amendment case to reach the Supreme Court in nearly a decade is out of New York. Uh, it is, it is currently, it's currently there. It's gun control supporters are desperate 
and have already taken drastic steps to get the Supreme Court to dismiss this case. We talked to you about this a couple of times. This is New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus the city of New York. And again, since, uh, well, this is since McDonald. This is the first major uh, case to hit the Supreme Court in, in almost a decade. It's also the first since Justice Anthony Kennedy's retirement shifted the court dramatically to the right. Now, I think we still have to worry about Roberts. You know, we're looking at, it's looking at a 5-4 conservative to liberal court. And I think Roberts is still the, the wingnut on the court. He's the uh, chief justice. Uh, and, but I think he's more centrist or even left when it comes to modern social issues. You know, when you're looking at uh, the LGBT issue or even healthcare, things like that. But not when it comes to, you know, statutory law. You know, he's, maybe interpreta- his interpretation of things that are not clearly defined might so be a little you, more modern. You don't think he's a, a rigid constitutionalist? I do not. I do not. That's how you would say that. Right. I do not think he's a rigid constitutionalist. Que se que se. Que se que se, yeah. Uh, Come se dice. The case centers on an unusual and recently changed New York City rule, just to give you the wrap-up on this. New York, New York City had a law that said where we're going to allow you to have and own that firearm, which, by the way, is not an assault weapon, does not have a magazine with more than 10 rounds, what used to be more than six rounds, but got changed over under the SAFE Act. Uh, was, that part of the SAFE Act was, de- team, was deemed uh, unlawful. So over 10 rounds. Um, it's probably a revolver. It's probably old. But if you would like to take it outside of New York City to go shooting or perhaps take it to your hunting cabin or your other house that you own, you were not allowed to. The law said... It has to stay there. It has to stay with. It has to stay registered in the city of New York, and it cannot leave the city of New York. Now, because we have to find it sometimes. Exactly right. Because we can't seize and confiscate your firearm if it's not within our jurisdiction. So they wanted it to remain within their jurisdiction. Uh, well, that might be great. Except, uh, guess how many? Or I think you and I have talked about this. How many licensed public firing ranges there are in the city of New York for civilians? None. That would be zero. Yeah, that would be zero. So. They can't. And then you have laws like no discharge in the city limits, so you can't even go out in your backyard if you're out on, I don't know, Staten Island, you got a little piece of property or something, and you want to pop one off, you know, and you can't. Um, so there was no option for these. So the, the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association filed the case. The case has made it all the way uh, past the, uh, the federal appellate level, and it was going to the Supreme Court. They had, they had said, okay, now we're going to appeal it. The New York State Rifle and Pistol Association said, we are going to appeal it to the Supreme Court, the next level. And the city of New York and the state of New York got very nervous. Said, no, no. <laughs> very no, nervous. We, we're going to dismiss our action. They said, we're going to change. Well, you know what? We're changing the law right now. We're changing the law right now. And New York State created a preemption clause that said, nobody can create uh, a new law that's about guns unless it's us. And then, which only applied to this. Uh, this this piece of uh, uh, law out of, or this ordinance out of New York City, and New York City said, "Hey, we're going to go beyond that. We're going to just we're going to pull it off the books." So they did all of that, but the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association moved forward and said, "Yeah, well, we're keep we're going to keep going because just if we drop it, you could just you know bring that law back up again, and then we have to go through this process again." And the Supreme Court said, "Yep, you're right. You're good. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what they could do. Yeah, yeah. so." We really need to address this. So um, it's it's very uh, it's very odd that they are addressing something that's no longer uh, 
Go ahead. But it's a matter of great public importance. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's the basis. So here's the issue. And here's where my belief is why this is huge. Right now, you look at this on the outside. What is this? This is about one one uh, city. You know, granted, it's the you know the largest city in the country. We'll, we'll give you that. Um, no, it's not. It is. It's the most populated. Oh, yeah. Well, well it's the largest population-wise, yes. Um, yeah, the largest. Well, the largest. Do you know where the largest what, is uh, landmass-wise? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. That's because it's the entire county. It's the entire county, exactly yeah. right. <laughs> uh, I, except for three little islands, three little islands. Atlantic Beach, Jacksonville Beach, and uh, there's one other. Yeah, it was but, up, uh, up there a couple weeks ago. Right. And the county, right. you're in- entering. County line, city line, county same line. line. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, they're all on the same yep. pole. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like, See what huh, I just what? did? Yep. I just, just squirrel. You just squirrel, squirrel back at him. Uh-huh. Yeah, you squirrel back uh-huh. at him. Squirrel, right. squirrel, squirrel back at him. Payback. So, New York City has uh, their ordinance that said you cannot take it outside of the city limits. And this sound, seems like a simple thing. Okay, this case is going to look at whether the city of New York can say you can't do that. But here's where here's my belief. Let me bounce this off of you, gentlemen. Let me bounce this off of you, folks. You tell us what you think. Uh, this case is is huge. Let let's look back at what we have. With Heller, we have the right to own a firearm. Okay. DC versus Heller, or you know, was was the right to own a firearm. Supreme Court said yes, you have the right to own a firearm, and it is for defense of yourself. Uh, it is an absolute right, an individual right. It's an individual right to own a firearm. McDonald's, Chicago versus McDonald, or Illinois versus McDonald, was the next step. And that was, you have the right to own the firearm and the right to take the firearm outside of the home. Okay? Yeah. The next step is, you have the right to take the firearm, you have the right to own the firearm, take the firearm outside of the home, and then take that when it's outside of the home, do all things legal with it, which include crossing jurisdictional boundaries. Now think about this. Okay. I leave jurisdictional boundary, whether it's my five shots numb nose in New York City, I leave New York City limit. I I have a firearm per the federal standard, U.S. code, per the Constitution, that is legal for me to own, and there are no longer any jurisdictional boundaries with me and this firearm. That's what this case has the potential to do. It says, if you lawfully own that firearm, you have the potential to take it anywhere in the United States, <clears throat> according to the Constitution of the United States of America. Everywhere. Everywhere. Hawaii. Ah. California. On an airplane. Maryland, New Jersey. Yeah. It has hmm. to have the right to take it anywhere. Any firearm. Because if that firearm is legal in, I don't know, Florida... Uh-huh. And I'm traveling to New York. I'm traveling to Ohio. Maybe the airlines say I can't take it. That's that's a private enterprise. But I could drive. I could sure can drive my butt to New York from here. That'd be a long drive. Be a long drive. It could be done. Yeah, it could be done. But that means I could have that firearm there. This case potentially says, has the ability to do this. Has the ability to get rid of all assault weapon bans because there's only one standard for firearms because I'm crossing over the jurisdictions that exist within our national borders. And this case has the ability to say, if you own that firearm, you can travel with that firearm within the, within the confines of our country. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it absolutely does. Now, this does not address, I'll give you another one. This does not address concealed carry because the right to bear arms has, 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 has commonly been the right to openly bear arms. That's how it's been interpreted. Openly bear arms. Guess what we don't have in five states in this country? Open carry. Open carry. So this I'm New sorry, York I City that case was a real question, not rhetorical. No, this New York City <laughs> case has the ability 
to take the five states, South Carolina, Florida, the couple of, the couple of us that are left, and allow us to be open carry states. Mm. Because this says you have the right to carry that firearm outside the home without a jurisdictional boundary issue. I think that's a big enough room, don't you think, so, <laughs> Kevin? Yes. <laughs> that's why this case is huge. That's why the left is freaking out so bad. They don't care that the person that lives in New York City can go into Suffolk County or Nassau County to go to the range. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're mm-hmm. worried about. They're worried about anybody, anywhere, as long as they lawfully own a firearm, could take that firearm with them, whatever firearm it is, wherever they want to, unless it's further restricted from you know, some reason. Do you understand the irony involved in such an event that New York trying to stop us (laughs) actually gave us, I'm going to use it, the ammunition (laughs) necessary (laughs) to defeat this ludicrousy? Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back next hour. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. I think my meds kicked in. The Geltex Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike.
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, driving the train, pointing the train down the tracks here the rest of the way. and uh, Pretty much just controlling the throttle. Yeah, throttle. Yeah, power up. I'm not really shoveling the coal. Engage. Engage. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an electric train, but don't tell Earl. Let him, let, him keep, uh, <laughs> let him keep looking at the coal pile back there. It'll be all right. <laughs> Where's the electricity coming from? Mm-hmm. From the... Above us, we have the wires above us, and he's, we, uh, he's thinking of those European trains. Yeah, we have the uh, the, the arm that reaches them. Trolley car, Ooh, trolley carts. It's a it's a maglev electric train powered by steam and coal. Where? Hey, it's my fantasy land. It could be wherever I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, who are these guys? Stephen Cole. Stephen Cole, or the guy that created the he's 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 like a John Chevrolet. <sighs> he created coal powered trains. Stephen Cole. Oh. Oh, you said there were two guys. Steve and Cole. Yeah. yeah. That's not two guys. That's Steve and Cole is one guy. Steve and Cole. Oh. There you go. There you go. Hey, on my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. And just a little insider information, folks. They are like this all the time. <laughs> this is not... A radio show persona they That's put on. That's not entirely accurate. <laughs> sometimes I'm wearing a tie. <laughs> and I wear pants sometimes. Yeah. Which is a lie. Uh, um, no, he mostly wears shorts. Mostly, mostly shorts. In a sarong. But, a sarong. Yep, on my but head. occasionally, yep. eight or ten times in the last ten yep. years, yep. he's had on long pants. Yeah. Yeah. Funerals, most of them was going to see you at funerals, in court. Weddings yep. and in court. Court. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. Oh, uh, and uniform. Yeah, well, that doesn't you, really count. you don't have a Bridget, Bridget, a Bridget, a British, British <laughs> summer uniform. Yeah, you don't. They don't do short pants. You know, right now in his head, there's a British woman named Bridget, and he just his brain just went there. <laughs> no, I have a, I have a meeting with somebody about that name next week, and British British <laughs> reviewing my calendar. There you go. On my left, Steve of Steve and Cole fame. Please welcome back the Honorable Kevin Maxwell, attorney. Honorable, all. honorable. That's very kind of yeah. you. Well, you know. Thank you, Michael. Trying to help. That's what a wingman does. Uh, hey, uh, so we, we got some... Uh, wingnut. <laughs> that's a wing, exactly. That's what wingnut does. Um, we wanted to we jump in. We, we talked a little bit uh, more last hour about uh, GRPC than they had intended, but uh, there's some interesting news out of, uh, out of, out of the, at Hartford, Connecticut. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Colt firearms. Yes, one of the wait, wait. biggest Colt? oldest Colt. names. Colt, Colt. Colt. yeah. Yes, one of the biggest. Well, it's a. It's actually a four-letter name. It's not very big. It's just well. It's short. Or even big in size of uh, you know manufacturing of, of and, uh, well prowess you know, legendary sort of, legendary big sort yeah. of one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah it is. Sort it of. is. Yeah, it is. It is exactly not right. the very, but no one of no. Actually, at least in this country, right? Correct. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Beretta's much older. Yeah. Beretta's a little a, bit four hundred years old. Yeah. Like Beretta's. Yeah. Pietro, Pietro, was Beretta, Pietro, Beretta, Beretta. 1500s? Yes, yes, I've been to that, yeah. been to there, been there, like you've been to the uh, the Buffalo Bill Wildy Coyote Museum. Oh, I thought Buffalo. he was going to say he's been to Buffalo the 1500s, Bill. I was going to go, no, 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 I was there and I never saw you once. <laughs> there's, there's a lot <laughs> less of us there. Don't yeah. you steal that valor. Uh-huh. <laughs> new, new, new. Uh, the uh, Colt has stopped selling the AR-15 or their variants, their models of the AR-15 to the civilian market. And as just soon as the civilian, just the market. civilian, and that's 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 the key here. Uh-huh. Um, 
just the civilian market. And when this was announced... And there's the, a super good reason. Oh, there is an absolutely good reason. We're going to get there. We're, we're mm-hmm. going to tease you with it a little bit. But when they announced this, the, the left went crazy. Oh, oh yeah. cult, is, cult is now anti-gun. They don't want you to... Cult agrees with us. They don't want you to have assault weapons. Cult, cult says weapons in the hands of civilians are bad. And that went rampant for about two or three days. Oh, if, if that long. Yeah, yeah. And Colt, Colt did the, well, what? You're, eh? What? No. Whereas everybody else has to do the backpedal and the splash and the, you know, the, you know, the, just dancing, the dancing around. Mm, Colt didn't have to do that. As soon as Colt said it, everybody went, ooh, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. got it. Got oh, it. yeah, because, I mean, that, that just makes perfect business sense. Colt stopped selling the AR-15 on the civilian market. Here's the, here's the first reason. Because a typical Colt rifle, you know, whether it's with the 5920, 5940, they got a bunch of different series of them out yeah, there. Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, I keep all the numbers yeah, straight. Yeah, and, they, and they, they look, theirs is, listen, with front side post is a different number, without front side post is yeah. a number, barrel length why is would a different you, number. Never mind. Um, it's just why, it's like, why. Why would you want one without one? But okay, go ahead. Um, optics only. Yep. Yep. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, optics only. Doesn't need a front side post, according to Colt. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I like them because I mean you could scratch your back with it. That's the my I love a front side post on my AR-15. I've watched uh, him do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the um, Colt says we, we're not going to do it because I'm going to say the Colt rifle costs I don't know roughly a thousand dollars for a Colt civilian model rifle. If you wanted to go out right now and buy a decent rifle, a decent AR rifle, you know from from a name you've you've known, you've you've, you've seen them out there on the market, uh, not some you know some guy at a gun show you've never heard of before rifle, but a, but a decent AR rifle. You're going to pay in the neighborhood of four to six hundred dollars right now. I've seen them. Rifles. I've seen them for four ninety nine. Yeah, with a thousand rounds of ammo and yeah. five mags. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll drive you home. Yeah, and, you know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. that's it. And a, case. and a back massage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say that you know from from the civilian standpoint. Yeah, Colt is very good quality. Yes, they are. But Colt is no longer worth the pr- the price tag that they're demanding. Yeah, there's a lot of name yeah. in that in yeah. that dollar value. Yeah. Colt, I mean it's good. And Colt but like it's everybody not else that is, much better than right. what you can get. Right. Like you said. I'm I'm gonna up it a little bit more maybe for for features or something else, but I'm gonna say, you know, start off with a budget of around you know, thinking around seven fifty and yeah. you're gonna have quite the decked out AR you sure right are. now. You sure but are like you said, yeah, yeah. Colt might Dip down into the high nines and right. thousands, and that's that's for their bargain basement one. Yeah, yeah. Here's why Colt stopped selling yes. rifles on this very market. Colt, Colt could, if Colt wanted to, could they sell you a six hundred dollar AR? Sure, sure they could. They absolutely could. But you know what Colt wouldn't be able to sell then? This uh, a, a two thousand dollar M4, a two thousand dollar rifle to the U.S. government, right? Because it's about ten dollars difference in parts. You got maybe the lining on the barrel. That's about it from chrome to chrome molly. Um, and then you have the difference in a, in a full auto parts kit or a, a burst parts kit. You're looking at about a difference of $25, $50. So they can't sell to the government for $2,000 a rifle and then turn around and sell to you for 600 With just those two things With different. With just those, those two things yeah. missing. Colt, by Colt stopping selling the civilian market means they still own the military market at their price, not the civilian price. And they can't get their prices undercut because you got to sell four yep. of the civilian rifles to make up one military yep, rifle. Yeah, exactly right. And who uses up rifles faster? If you had a limit on the number, the military, the military uses up yeah, rifles yeah. faster. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425 425- 454-7012. That's 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, I'm going to talk to you this segment a little bit about uh, the president's selection to head the Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives Agency, commonly Wait, known as the ATF. If he picked you, drinks are on me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, on my head, pour them over me. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a World giant, Series, giant Gatorade cooler full of bourbon. Oh right? yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a World Series kind of alcohol celebration. Put the goggles on and spray that bourbon everywhere. That's what we, that's what we got going on. I, the uh, I was just hoping it was you, Kevin. That way, um, you know, Earl and I could get your throw offs. I you know I <laughs> I nope, I, not not legal. We'll take it. <laughs> nope, not legal. I'll take it. I'm going to need one for me to evaluate and <laughs> yeah. one for technical branch. That's right. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it works. The uh, head of uh, the proposed head, the nominated head, I guess is what you would call it, of, uh, of ATF, is, is his name is uh, Chuck Canterbury. And he is the current national president uh, elected a uh, you know, brand poobah, whatever you want to call it, of the Fraternal Order of Police, which is uh, uh, the, the, the chief union, one of the chief union, one of the, the two, three chief unions for law enforcement officers around the country um and uh you know this guy is uh he's one of those uh, tough on crime kind of guys and uh he's he's been there at a couple of the ceremonies at the white house he's he's been around for a while he's he's given his opinion his opinion has been sought on law enforcement issues by the current administration however oh yeah <laughs> uh-huh. however he's he's all for the second amendment what? Exactly right. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he, is not, he is not a friend of the gun owner. He is not a friend of the Second Amendment. He's a friend of law enforcement having firearms. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge, huge supporter of law enforcement having firearms. Uh, I just believe that they shouldn't be the only ones to have the firearms because, after all, they are agents of the government. Uh, and that's, that's, what they, that's what their job is to do is protect themselves, protect us. Well, no, I'm sorry. Their job is not to protect us. Their job is to fill out the paperwork. Fill out the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Just we're referring to some old uh, court cases uh, out of the Supreme Court. You know, they have no duty. Yep, no duty to do it. Obviously, we know that we know that they do, and we know that most of you out there wearing blue, green, tan, or any other colors you have to be wearing. That's that's your that's your purpose for being. So you know, pats on pats on the blue back. We'll say that. The uh, this guy though, on the other hand, uh, is not. He has been tough on crime, but he's been he's been very very critical of Second Amendment rights, Second Amendment issues. Um, when he was the head of, uh, or when, when the legislation came up, when the policy came up, when, when research was being done, as he was the head of the FOP, again, that's the Fraternal Order of Police, uh, this is when he took the position, and FOP took the position, supporting more gun control measures. So him as the head, mm-hmm. and FOP, supported more rigorous gun control measures, including those expanded background checks. Earl, universal background check? 
Uh, Where's it good? It's just as good on Jupiter as here on Earth. Exactly. No, no, no. That is an interplanetary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal would be everywhere versus just the solar system. Solar system yeah, yeah. or just this galaxy. Right. So if you go on planet U571. Wait. Because it's got two suns and it's a pulsar. Yes. Yes. Okay. There we go. Got that. <laughs> taken care of. Taken care of. All right. So he said, Mr. Canterbury, uh, you know, Chief Canterbury, national head of the Fraternal Order of Police Canterbury, said, supports universal background checks. Also said, if the law of the land was to seize firearms and have an assault weapon ban, then he would enforce the law. Sir, what's your personal view on this? If the law of the land was to Look, seize firearms... That's a good answer, though. <laughs> yeah, I would support the law. That, that's I'm what just he's doing my say. job. That's what he's supposed to say. No? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Let's yeah. not go that Thank far. you, Earl. That, that's that's yeah. too far. Because in order for it to be a law here, it's got to be approved by our system. Not one guy going, Nah, I don't like the ones with the little yellow stars. Get rid of them. No, that's not what was happening. We have, we have a, we were a republic, at least. Yep. In theory. When I got in here today, mm -hmm. and you now, never know what's going to happen while we're here. But I don't. I think that's the right answer he's supposed to give. He's not supposed to give his personal opinion. His personal opinion doesn't make any difference. He's a law enforcement officer. You arrest people for laws you think are unjust or illegal. Then why doesn't he say, "I support the Constitution and the Second Amendment of the United States"? Because right now, the Constitution is the law of the land. Correct. Why, why, why put this ambiguity in there? I'm going to support whatever law is the law of, uh, you know, happens to be, whatever laws are passed. And here's what he said. He didn't say, I support the Constitution. He said, and let me give you his quote here. <coughs> he said, I believe it's my responsibility to enforce the laws that are passed by Congress. He didn't say, I'm here to support those, uh, the Constitution of the United States. He said, I'm here to enforce the laws that are passed by Congress. We know Congress can pass an assault weapons ban because they did it already from 94 to 04. There's a, there's a distinction there between I support the Constitution of the United States, I support all amendments of the Constitution of the United States, and I'm going to do whatever Congress tells me to do. And that's the problem with this guy. He said, I'd make sure every agent working for me understood that. Well, I understand what you're saying there, Mr. Chuck Canterbury. You're saying you'll pledge allegiance to any flag, any flag they offer. If it's go take guns, you'll salute and charge up the hill. If it's go hand out, uh, go hand out guns, that's what you'll do too. You don't care what the what what it says as long as Congress passed it. And I and I tend to agree with Earl. Yavol, Herr Commandant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I I would really like to give a lifetime law enforcement officer the benefit of the doubt that he's not that corrupt. I am, however, beginning to get the impression that's a problem. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, sadly, though, if, if, I mean, I, I'm with you. But if we do that, it's not like, well, uh, wait a minute. No, I, I don't like this. Find somebody else. You know, you give him the, ch the, the uh, chance, you're stuck with him. No, he can get fired. Yeah. Pretty hard, though. I guess the ATF has had a hard time um, with with getting uh, confirmed directors. Uh, there's only been, 
in the history of ATF, there's only been two confirmed directors. Everybody else has been an acting or a temporary. And ATF has not had a confirmed director in over five years now. Mm. They're one of those agencies that just, for whatever reason, they, they you know, they, they can't keep a guy around or a girl well, around. Well, you know? as, as much as they're always in a constant flux, I mean, right. it's like a bag of cats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And maybe what they need is a little shakeup. Maybe they need somebody in charge of them to say, I'm not temporary because you and I have dealt with it, Earl, where you call them and you go, well, listen, this doesn't make any sense. Why is this like that? Well, that's our policy right now. Well, you know, there's nobody there to say with the whip to go, boom, whoop, here you go. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, then that might be the very interesting thing that what you're afraid of is exactly the opposite of what he's going to do. Right. He's going to say, you know, all these letters you put out. Yeah. For the last, I don't know. Right. 80 years. Right. Um, none of them apply anymore because that's not the National Firearms Act right. as approved by Congress. Right. Yep. So we're going to get rid of all the opinion letters. Yep. All of them. And if it's not in the National Firearms Act, it's not illegal. By the way, the National Firearms Act is not in the Constitution, so perhaps we should... It was approved by Congress. It was, and he he's going to that. enforce it. Yes. He's going to enforce it. Um, that means that he would have no problem enforcing the law of New York, the law of California, because we just saw that happened in Oregon with uh, them using the, the federal agents there using the red flag law to take firearms away from people. You are completely missing the opportunity we're here, we've got here. Take it, sir. Here's the meatball. If they do this, mm -hmm. they have 70 million people. Right. They're going to go, you're fired. Yeah, so listen, uh, you know, he went before the House Judiciary Committee. The votes were not there. He was supposed to go before the House Judiciary, excuse me, the Senate Judiciary Committee this week. Uh, and uh, the, the votes weren't there because, folks, you've been calling your, your, your Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee and said, we don't want this anti-gun, uh, you know, dude, uh, dude there. Yeah. And uh, they, they postponed his vote. So he should be off. Don't let the pressure up, though. This is the kind of thing that... Uh, could easily rear its ugly head again. We got to watch this guy. You got to watch anybody that's an anti-gunner that you're going to put in charge of the nation's biggest agency to enforce firearm laws, and as Kevin said, interpret firearm laws any way they want to. Okay, is that what you meant by be devil's advocate there before? Hey, let's Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the uh, Ideal Conceal Mobile Pistol Cell Phone Studios, or all of that. Whatever. We'll be back after the break. Okay, bye. <laughs> Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. 
first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Kevin J. Graham died September 26, 2009, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Graham, 27, of Benton, Kentucky, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 17th Infantry Regiment, 5th Striker Brigade Combat Team, 2nd Infantry Division, Fort Lewis, Washington. He was killed in action in Kandahar, Afghanistan, of wounds suffered when insurgents attacked his vehicle with an IED. Graham joined the Army in 2007, was married in Washington, and had a stepson. Kevin Graham loved muscle cars. It started when he rebuilt a 1939 with his dad and brother and culminated in his prized vehicle, a 1965 Pontiac Le Mans. Sean Graham said his brother always wanted to be a soldier, dressing up in Army gear, playing Army games, and eagerly listening to stories of World War II and Vietnam veterans. Army Specialist Kevin J. Graham, you are not forgotten. Whatsoever, give us a call. We'll, uh, we'll get you sorted out. 407-480-2179, 407-467-4960, or at any time at maxlaworlando.com. Thank you, Kevin, folks. If you want to hear uh, anybody uh, that you hope know read in the books on a movie on uh, Fallen Hero, just reach out to us at uh, armsroomradio.com. Armsroomradio.com. You can go there, and uh, we'd be glad to, uh, to honor those that uh, you'd like us to. Hey, normally on the line, we'd have with us uh, Major Bill, and he's got such a cool song, we have to play it, even though he's not here. <laughs> he's out violating somebody's rights. Hi. Hi. Hey. So instead of ha- handing this off to... Uh, to Major Bill, I'm going to hand it off to Civilian Earl. Civilian Earl, welcome back to the program. Um, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. You have a you have an interesting story for us, and uh, I think it comes from a region of the country we think everything's not normal in. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I have a love hate relationship with, with these articles. Uh, they're they're hilarious as yeah. all get out, but I still contend as 
the only native Floridian, I believe, on the show. I hate these. You are. Cause, I cause, am not a native Floridian. Kevin is not a native Floridian. Tom, our producer, is not a native Floridian. Major Bill is not a native Floridian. Um, <laughs> you, sir, are a native Floridian. And yeah. I agree. I would tend to agree with you that probably most of the people in this story are not from Florida. They just happen to be. But it takes place in Florida. It takes place in Florida, and it's a Florida man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Florida man was caught on video using a samurai sword. Okay, well, that's not so bad. Not so bad so far. To fight over a wheelbarrow. Like, did you mean like he stood over the wheelbarrow while fighting? No. And it was some sort of like, no. like Ralph Macchio karate kid stand there with the with the samurai sword over the over the wheelbarrow? No. Or he was well, fighting with somebody over about the wheelbarrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Over okay. over uh, about the possession of the wheelbarrow. Okay. Okay. And and he's lucky. Um you can I've watched this video a couple of times and and he is swinging it. But if he wanted to hurt somebody, he would have. Okay. Because you can't miss with that guy's arms as long as they are. <laughs> oh, There's yeah. no yeah. way right. the right. wheelbarrow is going to be long enough. You know, I would have learned to fly right. <laughs> if I had this guy coming at me holding a wheelbarrow and a samurai sword. Right. I would just go, you know, uh, cantana me out of here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Gone. Yeah. I learned my lesson. Don't get behind me. Right. <laughs> I'll run over you. Yeah, a jogger was out. Jogging one morning and saw a uh, a wheelbarrow in, in somebody what he thought was in somebody's uh, set out for for garbage pickup. Okay, and he thought to himself, uh, "That's still usable. I'll take it home." Uh uh-uh. uh It was. Let's see. Where's the guy's name? Curtis Miller. Thought that that was still his wheelbarrow. Okay, and he uh, he uh, charged the the jogger. With the said samurai sword flailing about, saying it's still his wheelbarrow. Yeah. So we got we got a wheelbarrow confrontation going on. Oh here. yeah. Was oh, there anything yeah. in the wheelbarrow? Were they fighting no. over like a load of golden eggs or something no, like that? No, it was or an empty. Just wheelbarrow. an empty old wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah. A little this cart. guy picked it up and he's headed home. Right. Yeah. And he didn't realize that the the samurai was following him. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's he gets his ass like whoa whoa whoa. Yeah. Samurai guy in my yard. Yeah. Right. Not cool. Which is why you need a microwave emitter <laughs> in in your front yard on an auto. Right. Never mind. Man, it's so warm out here now, right here around my yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. The other jogger was a gentleman by the name of Todd Beavers, and mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. If his name had been Ward, yeah, then it would have been. A, yeah, there's Ward. That, you were a little hard on the beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's that twelve-year-old chuckle. <laughs> It's him laughing. It was him laughing. <laughs> the dirtiest thing I ever said on television. What are you talking about? <laughs> but go ahead with the beaver story. I said, Todd. Todd was thinking you know, when, when he when uh, he saw the guy pull out the the sword. You know, what am I doing? Is he really going to do this? I can't believe he's really going to try and kill me over a cart. You know, Todd was out jogging when he saw saw it and thought it was you know in a pile of trash up for grabs. Right, right. right. At the same time that. Uh, Mr. Miller spotted it. Now let's 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 be clear on uh, at least this is in Florida. Uh, let's be clear on Florida man here. Uh, if you have something in your trash in your trash pile out, at, at the end of at, the curb, at beyond, the curb yeah. beyond the sidewalk into the county city right of way, uh, that's uh, once you put it out the trash, it means it's uh, you've given up property ownership of it. Dibs, 
Yeah, D- exactly right. <laughs> you could throw a dibs on it, and it'd be and it'd be good. See, what I'm waiting for is to find out that his son, or his wife, or somebody else in his household threw the wheelbarrow away because they. He keeps making them use it to rake the yard. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, right. I'm not hauling one more load of gravel in this thing. Throw this thing away. Right. And then, That's... you know, aha. Yeah, this is, uh, this is not just um, Florida man. This is Broward County man. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Um, which, no, they, they eat people down there. They, they, yeah, they do. That they has do. happened. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now, this, uh, Kevin, uh, the irony of, of ironies here. You can get, I don't know, stabbed repeatedly in, uh, in the, uh, the diaphragm, in the lung, cut, uh, have uh, arteries severed, spend days in hospitals, and uh, only have your assailant charged with an aggravated battery, yet this guy swings around a samurai sword, does no physical damage to this guy at all, and gets charged with attempted murder. Well, it might be that there's no video of, of my little episode except i don't know there was the fact that the lung was punctured the diaphragm oh, yeah, there's was all, punctured. there's all the physical injury <laughs> yeah. there's all the physical injury and there there's an audio recording that right. the the courts heard and right and you could see him shudder yeah um but it, it's it's the demeanor yeah the behavior um there are other aspects that can be viewed on the video right that you may not be able to pick up and and this is a uh now this is a minority person being charged. There may be, a, you know, maybe a bias involved there. I don't know. True. Ask the state attorney. It had been the other way, and you know the the guy in the baseball cap, the white guy in the baseball cap, had been swinging the sword. Well, one thing for sure would have happened is that he'd killed the black guy, because <laughs> they don't know how to fight against a guy with a sword. That's why he brought a sword. Right. You know, <laughs> like, they're from Broward County. I don't right. think they grew up in, you know, no. Okinawa. No, it's just not. So if you show up with a sword you're for probably, a fight... Probably going to win. You, you, you've probably got a good chance if you're just walking around the neighborhood and everybody's just raking their yards. Well, it's not, not, not my neighborhood. No, because... Well, you know, yeah. In Earl's neighborhood, it's like uh, Sean did, Connery I, said, never I, bring a stabby stick to a yeet cannon boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's, it's like trying to say, how can you tell Earl's only wearing one gun? He's naked. <laughs> He's naked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's doing the whole keystering thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's prison it's, wallet going on there. You know? uh, <laughs> and Fred. Fred might be holding a couple of guns. Well, he could hide. He could hide an Uzi underneath Fred. <laughs> Just got to have the right kind of, you know, yep. Barney chain. Well, but Fred's got like a like a, a threat level 3A panel behind him also. He's just, you know, it's good to go. You know, have you ever seen the catchers wear that, <laughs> no, wear that, uh, that little panel down below? You know, that's funny you should say that because the last time he nodded his head up and down, he went clank, clank, clank. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. is that his headphones? That's it. He was sitting down, too, when that happened. Yeah, so, that's yeah it wasn't him standing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So, yeah. yeah he, he'd a, like it to be, but it's not. Florida man going crazy. Here's the, here's the tip. Um, you know what? If you've got something you want to keep, don't put it out at the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Unless your kids threw it away. Unless your kids threw it away. Yeah. Maybe this guy, maybe he put it in the trash. He, he took it all the way out to the trash and said, Man, I'm thirsty. I'm going to get a drink. And that's when, this, that's when Beavers comes running by. And Beavers grabs his wheelbarrow and takes it home. This guy ends up chasing down the, chasing Beavers down the street with the samurai sword. Yeah. Trying to take his head off. Sounds like a, like a Class B movie if I ever saw one. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break.
Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Last segment of the program. Already? Sneaks up just like that Man. every time, every time, every time. And uh, we've got some important stuff to go over with you here. We were talking about, some, we were talking about Florida Man last yes. segment. And uh, at this point, I need to fill you guys in that I have this shoe, that the one shoe that I'm wearing, that it, it, and I've been wearing these shoes. There's good running shoes. I wear them to run, I wear them to walk around. One lace will not stay tied. I guess it's, it's one loop, you know, at the, the ends of one lace. But the, the flugel binders at the end, you know, there's no uh-huh. issues with them there. But these, this one shoe will not stay tied. And it's not like it's, it's not like I do anything different with the, this foot than I do with the other foot. It's not like I'm riding more or something with this foot than I am with the other. But you, I have no idea why this one shoe keeps coming untied and the other one's You don't one's, double knot your laces? What am I, eight? No. I go regular knot. I need to double knot. I don't know. Do you double knot, Earl? No, but I do tuck them in. I tuck them in too when I'm at work, yeah. I double knot. Yeah, I don't double knot. Marines and legionnaires. Double knot. They always double knot. We can double knot my wingtips. Hold on. I was going to say, hold on. Let me move over. Let's take a look. You're mostly, you're mostly loafers with a penny in them. Yeah. That's it. These are not penny loafers. These are taluses. 
They're Tallahassee. There you go. Uh, Florida sheriff, fl- former Florida sheriff, or suspended, I guess would be more accurate. Suspended Florida sheriff. Well, the suspension is still former, isn't he's it? Still, well, I don't know if it's... He's suspended, so he's not like terminated. I guess he's technically... Well, he's been replaced. Yeah, and then the new guy's kind of a butt clown, too. Uh, anti-gun butt clown, but... Yeah. Um, but uh, Let's try a different adjective. Butt clown? Disgrace. Disgrace. There we go. Yeah. Disgraced go. Florida sheriff. Look at the big brain on Kevin. Yeah. Told you my math kick in. Scott Israel. Israel. Israel? Israel? He just says Israel, doesn't he? Scott Israel. So, yeah. You remember, this, was the, this is the clown that allowed uh, the Parkland shooting to happen based on all of his inactions, uh, his policies at the sheriff's office that mm-hmm. said things like, don't arrest juveniles, uh, because if you do, we lose our federal funding under the Obama program, and we want to keep all that funding, so we're not going to have the... Oh, I heard this the first, first time this week. I heard this, this, this um, term, the high school to prison, prison pipeline. Have you ever heard that before? The high school to prison pipeline? No. Never heard it before in my life. Here, Kevin, you ever heard it? Yeah. Just when you said it. Just when I said it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the news was talking about it like we like we use it in our, uh, as a, a modern-day lexicon. Oh, like it's in all read, the yeah. publications. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. The high school to prison pipeline. Um, oh, so okay. And, and, and I have listened. Is that like the Underground Railroad? See that? I know what that is. I know what that is. That's the one where... They all got on with the silver, and they had to kill the vampires before they killed the northern forces. I, I, I saw that in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a Florida Senate official on Wednesday said Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel should be reinstated following a suspension over his department's response to last year's deadly school shooting in Parkland. Now, watching huh? the news, watching the news, right. you watch the news, all this week it said, Florida Senate says reinstate Scott Israel. Florida Senate to reinstate Scott Israel. Sheriff Scott Israel to be reinstated. That is absolute, as Colonel Potter would say, horse hockey. It's just absolute horse hockey. That is not correct. What, what happened was, <laughs> the, there was a report done by Senate Special Master Dudley Goodlett, which is, tell me that's not a cartoon name. Special Master Dudley, Good, Special Master Dudley Goodlett. You know, he sounds like a like a, a, a Mountie. Yeah. A, no, but uh, his daddy was. <laughs> said uh, said the Governor Ron Actually, DeSantis. Probably granddaddy. <laughs> said Governor Governor uh, Ron DeSantis failed to prove charges in suspending Israel in January. While the governor has offered a plethora of criticism, he got an Earl word in there. A plethora of criticism. He has not shown that Sheriff Israel's policies, procedures, or trainings on active shooter situations were inconsistent with Florida law enforcement standards. First off, yeah, first off, this uh, special master Dudley Goodlett evidently cannot read because that's a load of hooey. That's that's, that's not what the standards is for law enforcement training in Florida or anywhere else. We've we've, talked about that a lot. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. He said the, go ahead. Find, find the bad guy, yeah. kill the bad guy. That's it. Go that, that's, close that, with and destroy the enemy. That's right. Close with and destroy, cease the threat. Go well, to that's the threat. not how they taught yeah. it at the class where I heard it. Right. right. When they were talking to law enforcement officers. Yeah. That's, a, that's army training, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, it was, well, what they taught us in law enforcement was pull your gun, get behind your badge, go find a bad guy, kill him. That's it. Move to contact is what they used. Move to contact. Move to contact. 
He said the February 18th shooting, 2018, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, which left 17 dead, was a revolt of individual failures. Well, I guess perhaps he has not heard the motto, the buck stops here. Yeah. Because this is the individual that allowed the systemic, the systemic failures to happen under his watch. The buck stopped here at this man's desk. And when this man, Scott Israel, was confronted about it, his response was, he gives incredible leadership. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Outstanding, superior leadership. Wonderful leadership he provides his agency with. He noted, uh, again, special uh, the Dudley, Dudley Do right here said that he, uh, he noted the response of school resource officer Scott Peterson, who remained outside the school while police say a gunman fired 140 rounds from his AR-15 rifle. And again, I've looked at, looked at the video over and over again of Scott Peterson. I'll tell you that Scott Peterson did exactly what the Broward County Sheriff's Office told him to do. Exactly what their policy allowed for. Set up a perimeter and wait for backup? That's exactly what it says in their policy. Yet we threw that guy under the bus, but we don't want to hold this clown, Scott Israel, responsible? The gunman faces 17 counts of first-degree murder and 17 counts of attempted first-degree murder. The reports have bloated DeSantis, according to the reporter, who suspended Israel Democrat in one of his first acts as governor and replaced him with Sheriff Gregory Tony. Israel contended that his suspension was politically motivated. I humbly ask the Florida Senate to approve my reinstatement so I continue to serve all Broward County as the people's elected sheriff, Israel said in a statement, according to the Tampa Bay Times. Here's what I want to tell you. He has not going to be taking over the sheriff's office again. This was an initial investigative report. This was an initial report, almost, Kevin, to, to meet the, to see if the burden of uh, proof had been met, and it was, I don't know, uh, you know, a uh, uh, preponderance of the evidence at this point. Is there enough? Is there enough to go forward to a full Senate hearing? This is not a beyond a reasonable doubt. This is not a clear and convincing evidence. This is, is there enough? Has probable cause been met to have the next level? That's all that's happened here. He is not walking back to the sheriff's office and taking over. Now, and he has one other problem that I, you didn't mention, but it, the lawyers listening will be, will be interested. Goodlett did not recommend the awarding of attorney's fees <laughs> to Israel. <laughs> what? For no fees? For, right, for, we're for, out. Def for defending his reinstatement. So that's going to leave a mark. That's, he may need stitches. <laughs> he yep. may need, that's going to leave a mark. Yep. The Florida GOP-led Senate is expected to determine Israel's fate during a special session on October 21st. Israel said, even, even no matter what happens here, he's going to be seeking re-election for sheriff. Uh, in 2020. Uh, and listen, Broward County is such a backwards place. He, he, he may yes, win. Yeah, he, he may he, win. He legitimately might have a shot. He may win. This guy, I'm telling you, and because I don't like FCC fines, this guy is a butt clown, like you, a no talent butt clown and should not be. Unfortunately, the guy they got in there also now, Gregory Tony, he's, he's about the same on gun rights. He's, he's another one of the, I support the Second Amendment, but, but. yeah, yeah. That's why they're butt clowns. They are. They're butt clowns. They are no talent butt clowns. That's that's what these guys are. So yeah. So uh, so don't have any fear this week. We got three weeks until uh, until he goes back into being examined by the the special session up in the Florida GOP led Senate. Now, this guy Dudley uh, Goodlett or whatever his name is, he he put this out as an individual. Um, we have again a Republican governor and a Republican Senate. 
if the Republican Senate, I don't want to say if they know what's good for him, but if they know what's good for him, <laughs> they'll, they'll play ball with Governor DeSantis because he's not like the last clown, Governor Scott, we had that, that was the, you know, the, the, the king of flip-flop down here. Governor DeSantis is, here's, here it is. This is my path. This is my vision. If you, if you don't want to get on the train, you know, get off the track because you're about to get run yeah. over. <laughs> the yeah. train, train's pulling out. Yeah. Hey, you've been listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Until we talk to you next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.